Today's episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Get 20% off your first order at MeUndies.com slash Gilbert. Our sponsor today is one of the premier independent labels in the world. DFA Records, based out of downtown New York City and co-founded by James Murphy of LCD Sound System. DFA Records is proud and excited to release the second album from Greek singer, songwriter, production guru, and all-around genius savant, Larry Gus. His new album is entitled, I Need New Eyes. This new album sees Larry Gus moving slowly out of his sample-based roots and now using clearer songwriting structures as his starting point. His lyrics stare intensely into obsessions, anxieties, and inadequacies, while the music he makes takes on vibrant, sunny, psychedelic pop, percussive, polyrhythmic drums, and multi-layered dense arrangements. Before many critics have compared Larry to everyone from Mad Lib to Caribou to Panda Bear, it is safe to say on this new album, Larry Gus has truly found a voice of his own. This fall, Larry will be on tour with the DFA alumni Yacht Inn. October and November, playing both East and West Coast, as well as a very special performance at the DFA Halloween Party at Palisades in Brooklyn, New York. Larry Gus's new album is available for sale in multiple formats, including limited pressings on blue vinyl, red vinyl, black vinyl, CD, and digital. DFA Records has been releasing music since 2001, including such iconic indie dance bands as LCD, Sound System, The Rapture, Yacht, Holy Ghost, Hot Chip, Factory Flaw, and The Juan McLean. Visit the DFA online store at store.dfarecords.com for more details and to order your copy today. And for 20% off your online order, use coupon code GILBERT at the DFA store.
This is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions. I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santopadre. Again? Yes. What do we got this week? Okay. What's up in Judaism? (laughs) A movie directed by a Jew. Okay. (laughs) Starring a Jew. Wow. I walked right into this. (laughs) Uh the uh, the great Billy Wilder Ooh. Uh, is yes, the director. An o- Austrian Jew. An Austrian Jew. Yeah. And uh, the uh, Jewish star of this, Kirk Douglas. Oh, I know this movie. This is a good movie. Yes. With two titles. Oh, uh, yes. 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 Yes, yes. You're absolutely right. No stumping me, buddy. Yeah. 10 o'clock here on a, on a Wednesday. The most famous of the two titles is Ace in the Hole. That's right. And would you like to tell the other title? I think it was The Big Carnival. The Big Carnival is absolutely correct. Right. And um, this was a movie. The the plot is in, I think it's Albuquerque, New Mexico. That sounds right. I've seen it in years. Where I think they shot, uh, I think we shot... um, a Million Ways to Die in the West. You did. There, with Seth MacFarlane, I was a rat. You one. sure were. Yes. You stole the movie from me. Yes. <laughs> and um, uh, it's supposed to be that there's uh, there are these coal miners, and there's a mine disaster, right. and uh, a mine collapses, and one guy is trapped. Mm-hmm. And Kirk Douglas starts communicating with him through a small hole in the mountain. And he, Kirk Douglas is a down-on-his-luck reporter who's losing all his jobs, and he's stuck in the middle of nowhere. And now this is making him important. And he's uh, now calling up his newspaper, and now they desperately want him back. And they're giving him a raise. And uh, he's getting more and more important. The other reporters are jealous of him because he's the only one with access to this coal miner. And then slow, quickly, actually, not slowly, but quickly, the town gets involved because they see this is a big event. And more and more people are selling stuff around. And the entire thing becomes a carnival, right. a literal carnival right. with rides Thus and attractions. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's a crooked sheriff. There's one guy at one point who quietly comes in and start when they're when they're doing a, a TV report. And he says, well, I've worked in mines and there's uh, an easier and quicker way than the one you're doing. And they quickly shut him up because they want this. They want to soak it for mm-hmm. what it's worth. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the movie is unsympathetic right. with the exception of that one guy in the coal mine. And it, it shows how the news loves tragedy and, you know, just uh, the public is in love with tragedy, and it's just as relevant today. Oh, yeah. Maybe even more so oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. than when it came out. Oh, yeah. Well, Wilder was, was a master of cynicism, and that's, that's arguably his most cynical movie. Oh, yeah. It's very dark. And, and Kirk Douglas uh, 
loved the idea of playing a totally unsympathetic character. Which he didn't do often. No. Yeah. So, because he, they, you know, he had those movie star looks. Right, right, right. So they would cast him in heroic parts. But in there, he's like, yeah, uh, he's unsympathetic in everybody. I haven't seen it in years. I remember liking it very much when I was on a Wilder kick when I was in college. Interestingly, there's an Andy Griffith show uh, where, where Andy gets trapped in a, uh, in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> and communicates with Barney and Goober through a... Uh, you, in, a, in a previous episode, you leapt to Denver Pile. That's neither here nor there. But it's a terrific movie. I, I have very good memories yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, I, and, well, you know, I love Wilder. And, and real film noir in that it's oh, so yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. And I think that there was a movie a couple of years ago with Travolta and Dustin Hoffman called Mad City. Oh, yes. Which was, this, which was uh, treading in the same territory. Yeah, not as, as good. As, was that the one, did it have Andy Garcia? I don't remember. I don't remember, but I, but my recollection of it was yeah. that they were trying to do Ace in the Hole. Oh, yeah. That it was, the, it was, a, it was a similar story. Um, yeah, well, second Wilder film you've picked. You picked Double Indemnity. Oh, on yeah. On a previous show. I mean, arguably the greatest American director uh, of, the, of, the, of Hollywood's golden age. Yeah. Because he could do dramas like Ace in the Hole or Stalag 17 or, or, uh, or Double Indemnity. And then he could do Light Fair like The Apartment or some like it. Oh, The Apartment's pretty dark. But some like it hot or The Fortune Cookie. And I remember in Stalag 17, he used another director, Otto Preminger, oh, yes. as yes. the Nazi. That's right. <laughs> Otto Preminger was notoriously difficult to work with, oh, they yeah. say. Yeah. Even if you listen to stories of uh, interviews with Adam West and talking about when he played Mr. Freeze, people, people they had their hands full him. with him. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a liked guy. No. But he did give the world skidoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one is for Drew Friedman. The Gilbert Gottfried Amazing Colossal Podcast Producer of the Month is DFA Records. Thank you, DFA Records. Be just like DFA Records and get rewarded for supporting our podcast. Head over to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried. For a set amount each month, you can get some colossal benefits, such as access to new podcast episodes before anyone else, early access to tickets to live podcast tapings, exclusive video hangouts, and just added, I will record a personalized roast of you and only you so you can share with your friends me telling you what a schmuck you are. Well, I don't have to join Patreon for that. And you don't have to pay me either (laughs) because you are a schmuck. That I do for free. I want no money. That's my... I just speak Uh, the truth. I'm so blessed. You are a schmuck. So go to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried. That's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Gilbert Gottfried. 
Thank you for your generosity. And thank you, DFA Records. My film, interestingly, is also about a tragedy. Yes. This, uh, this podcast. No, <laughs> no, it's the Sinbad movie no. you brought up before. <laughs> <laughs> when the mics were off. <laughs> what was the name of that one? Run right now to see House Guest. House, what was it? House what? House Guest. House Guest. With, right. with one of the last times uh, the, the tragic... Um, What's his name for whose wife shot him? Oh, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Yeah. That had yeah. to be one of his last things. Yeah. And and it's it's another one of those movies that aside from being really bad and every character's an idiot, it's also like a two hour commercial for McDonald's. Oh really? Pl- oh, a lot of product places. There there are <laughs> there's a part in the movie where he's walking through the town, he sees a McDonald's and his eyes open up wide, and then in slow motion Hilarious. he's running as they're playing You Deserve a Break Today. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, so it's a good, good film. How about House Guest, House Party, and House Sitter? Oh, All yeah. in one uh, I was in triple... House Party uh, 3. With Kid and Play? They... You yes, in one of those? Yes, Because <laughs> you're down with a hood. Yeah, who's yo, bla- yo. Who's blacker than you? <laughs> My tragedy film yes. is not a Sinbad film, and it's not Carrot Top yes. and Chairman of the Board. It's uh, uh, a movie, and this is funny, how many of these have we done? And I don't think I've brought up my favorite contemporary actor. I mean, I love Paul Newman. We've talked a lot about yes. Paul Newman. I, and I, I think, you know... Half a Jew. Half a Jew, Paul okay. Newman. I don't think you're going to get, you're not going to get any Jewishness here. But but uh, for all intents and purposes, my favorite leading man of the last 15 or 20 years is uh, Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah. Who I think is a terribly underrated yeah. actor who's made a slew of wonderful movies. And this may be my favorite. This is uh, from 1991 called The Fisher King. Oh, it's Robin with Williams. Robin Williams. Do you know this one? Oh, yeah. And, and Bridges plays a kind of Howard Stern character. Yeah. Uh, shock Jock, who, who uh, uh, inadvertently... Uh, Causes a tragedy. Uh, he eggs on an unstable, a mentally unstable caller who winds up committing um, uh, a crime, a murder that that takes the life of Robin Williams' uh, wife in the film. Robin Williams is introduced to us as a homeless person in the park, uh, who we later come to know as a. We find out that he's a professor uh, at Hunter College, and uh, this tragedy that happens that Jeff Bridges character is the is the indirect cause of causes robin williams uh character to to lose his mind and uh and search for the holy grail and that's a lot of plot yes but that's that's what the movie's about it's a very original story by a guy named richard lagravenes um uh, a, a very very effective film uh mercedes rule turns up and in fact she won the oscar oh wow as jeff bridge's girlfriend do you remember the film Oh, yes. Yeah. And Robin Williams is just terrific in it. Uh, and there's a little Groucho homage. Uh, oh, yeah. He sings Lydia. Sings Lydia the Tattooed Lady. Uh, the only thing that pissed me off there yeah. is they changed it from uh, Up the Hill Comes Andrew Jackson to Up the Hill Comes, comes Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson, which right. pissed me off. Yeah, right. Well, he just did a little bit of yeah, improvisation yes. there. Um, there's, there's a beautiful set piece in Grand Central Station. 
which I won't uh, give too much away. Uh, I won't divulge too much. So see the movie if you haven't seen it. It's not that obscure a film. It's a, it's a, a terrific film, a very original film, uh, I think. And I think, you know, Robin Williams did some good stuff, but I think it's his best film. I met Jeff Bridges okay. on The Tonight Show. And I remember I wanted, when I found out he was going to be on the show, I got very excited. Are you a fan like I am? It's not yeah. so much being a fan. I do admire his work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked when he was that uh, country western. Oh, uh, Crazy Heart. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was better than the movie. Mm-hmm, I, agree. I thought, yeah. I, agree. I thought his performance is what holds you. So why I was really excited is I still have it in a little uh, scrapbook, one of those scrapbooks where the plastic sheet Mm -hmm. uh, sticks to the page Mm -hmm. and and these little, like, uh, paper photos. When I was a kid, uh, me and my sisters went from Brooklyn to Manhattan on the subway, and we went to Central Park. When that was like a happening thing, Bethesda Fountain used to be hopping and uh-huh. all that. Still there, Bethesda oh, yeah. Fountain, yeah. But that used to be there. It'd be like okay. hippies and folk singers. Oh, I see, and yeah. I see. And while we were walking the park, I was a kid. My parents, when I was about, on my 13th birthday, got me a little Instamatic camera. That had the little cube. Oh, sure. On it. That oh, was yeah, the, the flash, flash cube. cube. You had to replace yes. it after you used the four sides. And it had a cartridge mm-hmm. that you put in that had the film. Right. And I was walking around with my uh, Kodak Instrum- Instamatic camera. Yep. And in front of us there, we see Lloyd Bridges. Oh, no kidding. And and I I take out my camera, and he even, you could see, he, like, stopped and put his hands on his hips and smiles like he's posing. And I snapped two shots of Lloyd Bridges. Wow. And I, so I had to show them to you, Jeff. So you brought them. Yeah. I think I was more excited about it <laughs> he than was. he was because, right. you know, to him it's like, yeah, I've seen my father. Oh, that's <laughs> Oh, you! Oh, you! You! You were let down. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. And so now he's in that category now, with with Harrison Ford, of uh, people I met who, for you know, nothing against of them. Of course, they were nice people, but I just can't watch their films anymore because <laughs> it was an uncomfortable meeting. Oh, I see. Well, I wouldn't let that deprive you of the work of Jeff Bridges. Yeah, no, I can't watch him now. What about Fabulous Baker Boys or yeah, Fearless? I, and, or- and if if there's a movie with Jeff Bridges and Harrison Ford it's together, over. forget it. I don't think I'll they- firebomb the theater that's showing that one. I had a similar experience backstage at the View. I had I had my uncle went to uh, to high school, a uh, grammar school with Alec Baldwin's father, Alec Baldwin Senior. Oh yeah, and he gave me some report cards and things and things and things that things that of Alec Baldwin's yeah. father. And I I thought, I thought this is going to be a big deal. I'll pull this out yes. in the green room at the View and I'll show it to him. And he was grateful and gracious, but completely. <laughs> completely nonplussed. E- exactly. Like, I've seen pictures of my dad before. Yeah, exactly like Jeff Bridges was with me. I it feel your like, pain, my yeah. friend. 
But uh, yeah, I could go on and on. And about oh, and it was a oh, it was a terrible thing too because I wanted to tell him the story about how it was me and my sisters. Uh-huh. And I was a little boy, and we travel into Manhattan. And when I started into that story, he goes, "Yeah, yeah, like hurry it up." <laughs> and oh, this, it, keep, this just keeps getting worse. Yeah, it oh. was so terrible. <laughs> He was very nice to me when I met him. Yeah. So does, that, does that mitigate this at all? No, no, he was nice. <laughs> you could see his movies. I can't. And I had an uncomfortable uh, meeting with uh, John Turturro. Okay, lay it on me. Oh, also, this was at the uh, Saturday Night Live 40th okay. anniversary. And and I always liked uh, Quiz Show. Maybe I'll, oh, yeah. I don't know if I'll ever recommend I it. I love Quiz Show. Because John Turturro's in it. <laughs> Mario Cantone's and, in it. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. He talked about yeah, that. Yeah. And I remember, I, so, so in this, I, this was recently, I went over to John Turturro because I wanted to talk to him about how I, I love that. And, and, and he, I don't know, he might be one of those actors uncomfortable in his own skin. Mm-hmm. It might be that. You know, a lot of those Like actors. the De Niro thing where yeah. you can't talk to him or approach him. Yeah, he's as, just... if they've got a script, they're fine. Right. If they if they have to look at you in person, they can't do it. Mm-hmm. So he might be one of those guys. But at any rate, I had taped a quiz show, and that evening, first thing I did when I got home was a race <laughs> quiz show. <laughs> you really take these things personally. Yes, yeah. yes. And so I'm never watching another John Turturro film. Is there a possibility that Buscemi got to him after, <laughs> after the Steve Buscemi? If, and that was the problem with John Turturro? That your reputation yes. preceded you? Yes. That you were beloved that night at SNL. I've seen yes. the pictures. The, yeah. All the people that volunteered to do the show that have never done it <laughs> since that night. <laughs> That was a successful night, wasn't it, Dara? Oh, yes, yeah, everybody wants to. <laughs> <laughs> wants to get into the act. Yeah. All right. So, so you, the two movies yeah. from a year I ago. I apologize for bringing up Jeff Bridges. I didn't yes, know I was going to lead yes, you down a traumatic path. Wrong. Uh, the two movies are? Uh, don't talk to me. It, it, it better not be Raiders of the Lost Ark. What about Bo Bridges? Have you had any issues? <laughs> any issues? <laughs> Never met him. Oh no! I would, but trust me, I was thinking maybe I could still show the photos to Bo, and uh, he would like them. So I'm guessing between the Tuturo trauma and the Bridges trauma, you're definitely not watching the Big Lebowski. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no! And I the Buscemi, never the Buscemi debacle. That, that that one was yeah. at your hands. Yes. <laughs> so the two movies are The Fisher King and. Uh, oh, uh, oh uh, uh, Ace, Ace in the Hole, also known as the Big Carnival. All righty. Kirk Douglas. See you next time. Before we leave, we wanted to remind you that you can get 20% off the world's most comfortable underwear, MeUndies.com slash Gilbert. What are you waiting for? Go there right now. Are you there? I'm not kidding. Meundies.com slash Gilbert. You'll thank me. 
Hi, Gilbert and Frank with a little extra correction here because every time uh, there's any kind of a screw-up or confusion, everybody starts tweeting angrily. Yeah, you people are obsessive. Yes. (laughs) Unlike us. So you had named the movie with John Travolta and Dustin Hoffman. Oh, I was saying how Mad City, which is a John Travolta, Dustin Hoffman movie, was kind of kind of had echoes of uh, of Wilder's Ace in the Hole. And then I started to confuse it, and I said, "Oh, was that Dustin Hoffman and Andy Garcia?" Right. Which was not that movie. No, that was a movie called Hero. Yeah, with uh, Chevy Chase yeah. and Gina Davis. Right. That was that was a. Uh, I'll be kind and I'll say an homage. Yes. Oh, of, yeah. Of uh, to Capra's uh, Meet John Doe. And there's even a scene in it where Andy Garcia is is about to jump off the roof of right. a building. Right. Yeah, with with Gina Davis in the Barbara Stanwyck part, and I think Chevy is the, if I recall correctly, is the newspaper editor. Ah, uh, yes. Sort of in the James Gleason kind of part. Yeah, you got your movie that ripped off Wilder confused with your movie that ripped off Capra. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think where James Gleason has that famous line, he goes, "The people talking, beat." That, Norton. That's it. (laughs) Jason and Norton, as you pointed out on a previous show. Yes. Okay, so save us your tweets on this one. Sessions.